Well, I, I approach mental health, behavior health holistically in everything that I do. So if you think about it, there's many pillars, there's spirituality, there's physical, there's mental, emotional, et cetera. And so we can tap into all of those resources to help our veterans and military families. And if they're your neighbor, if you see a new military family moving next door to you, just go over and say, hi, you don't have to bring them a pie. Just say, hey, I'm here for you. If your kid needs a car, you know, needs a ride to school or, you know, you just want to come over for a cup of coffee and ask me about, you know, where my kid can do drama or play soccer. There's those little things that we can all do with neighbors. Hello and welcome to Live with Chris, an interview podcast brought to you by Howard Community College, where we can learn and grow together. I am your host, Chris Oviedo, and I want to thank you for joining me today. Veterans Day is right around the corner, and we would like to honor our military veterans at Howard Community College, at Howard County, and all the veterans listening and watching our show today. We want to give you a big and sincere thank you. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your service. And we also want to highlight some of the local resources and initiatives available to all. And there's really no better person in our county to bring this information to you than the Howard County Office of Veterans and Military Families Manager, Lisa Terry, who is an energetic management professional with strong human resources, marketing, communication, community relations, and military affairs experience, and who is also very, very passionate about her work. Lisa, it's really a pleasure to have you joining me this morning. Welcome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. You and I met through outside endeavors, and and, and from the moment I, I got to be around you, the passion for what you do just just flourishes. It just you can feel it. It's something that just comes out of you so naturally. So I would love to hear more about where that passion comes from. Where where is that relationship? Where what brings that into your heart that you feel so deeply about um, serving our military families and veterans here in the county? Thank you. Well, huh. so my father is a veteran. My father-in-law is a veteran. My uncle is a veteran. But I really wasn't exposed to the military until I got married to my husband, who is now an Air Force veteran. And I was pretty young when I got married. And our first duty station was in Misawa Air Base, Japan, which is very, very far away. 400 miles north of Tokyo, lots of snow, pretty isolated, but we loved it. We absolutely loved it. So I got an appreciation of what military families go through, really. Young military families, never been away from home. Here they are in this you know, foreign country. It's really expensive to live there. It's a completely different life. And so um, they make so many sacrifices. And then as we moved back to the States, you know, and I started, I had children on my own, I realized how these military families, they move every two to three years, some even more than that. Some actually move eight, every 18 months. There are kids who have been to 10 different schools by the time they graduate. That is really hard on a kid. And sometimes in Howard County, we get upset when our kids you know, don't go to the same middle school or high school as their best friend. And I think, wow, military kids, they, they're moving a lot. So they have to start these new friendships over and over. And so then you have those who experience deployments where mom or dad is sent overseas or out of state for several months at a time, even a year. And that's really hard for a family and, and children. And then you have those family members who come back with potentially emotional or physical scars. And those are really hard to overcome. And then, you know, you move through um, life and, and you 
um, have your older veterans who have their own struggles. And some of them actually struggle with PTSD much later in life when they start experiencing some memory loss. So there really is, you know, from, from the time you join the military to the time that you retire, you really never, or, or separate from the military, you're never really disconnected from your military roots. So I have just found that I've, I've recognized the challenges, the unique challenges that our military and veteran families face. And I just want to make, be a part of it and make sure that their needs are met to the best that, you know, the best that we can as a community. You know, there's something really special about the way in which you share. And thank you. Thank you for, for letting us into your life a little bit, right? And, and for sharing your, your own personal journey with us, where even though you had parents who were in that, that didn't necessarily, right? That's not where your experience came. You had to be married into the system to realize what the impact is and to really live through it and, and, and have it. And then that's what you're bringing into the office here in, in Howard County and having that firsthand understanding and empathy is what I'm hearing from you. A lot of empathy, a lot of compassion, a lot of, you know, deep understanding of the reality of it. Of it's, it's not just when you go away and when you're traveling around, it's also the how do you manage that and, and that transition and thinking about the kids? Because many times we think just about, you know, those who are serving. And again, thank you for your service. But we kind of like forget that the families who are part of these transitions are also serving alongside with them in a different way. So um, and sacrificing a lot in, in a different way. So thank you for for leveling that for everybody and for just openly saying, hey, this is the reality, right? So so now that we know a little bit more of your personal experience and that reality that you just painted to us, what's the mission of the Howard County Office of Veterans and Military Families? It really is to provide information, access, and guidance to our active duty reservists, National Guard veterans, their military families, dependents, and survivors. So it could be financial, it could be mental health, housing, employment, education, um, and or veteran benefits. And so we do have a Maryland Department of Veteran Benefits Specialist in Howard County that can work specifically in helping them apply for veteran benefits that they've deserved. We also do a lot to honor and celebrate our veterans and military families. Um, this Sunday, we have a Veterans Day Parade. We just wrapped up a small business expo where we um, invited veterans and military spouse-owned small businesses to showcase their products and services. I'm also working with the school system to have um, some schools with higher populations of military students apply for a Purple Star School designation, which is Maryland legislation that was recently passed to expand and improve support of military children in our public schools. So there's a lot we can do as a community. There's a lot that we can do as a community. And I love that you're saying, you know, hey, my office is here and it's doing this, but this is really a community effort and we are all in it. And we all have to be aware that we have these families here in our community and their reality is a little bit different, right? Like the, their needs are a little bit different and we just need to honor that. And I love that you are even saying, you know, there's like a business expo. You're expanding our idea of what veterans are and what military life is like saying, hey, they're business owners, <laughs> right? They have their own businesses. They have specific needs at school. Tell us a little more about that, right? Because as you're creating and, and as you're referring people to resources, you just talked about a myriad of, of resources. What are some of those resources that are available? And are there, is there anything that you're looking for? Is there any partnerships that you're looking for? Oh, I'm always open to partnerships. I cannot do this alone. <laughs> I have a number of business, nonprofit, government agency 
um, partnerships in the works at any given time. Blue Star Families is a great one that anyone, military connected or civilian, can become members of. And that's just really extending a helping hand to a military family that moves to your neighborhood. You know, we have um, coffee and chats. We um, have a welcome week every year in September where we welcome new military and veteran families to the community and we showcase the resources that we have. So that's one way is that's and that's a nonprofit that I partner with NAMI, the National Alliance of Mental Illness. We actually partnered with them and we have a veteran support group that is virtual the first Monday of every month. We have four peer trained facilitators that are veterans that are standing by for any veteran who wants to drop in on that virtual meeting and just maybe they want to vent or maybe want to chat, maybe they just want some camaraderie or maybe they're looking for resources. So those are an example of two, the school system, HCC, we have, there's a veteran students club there. We come and celebrate Veterans Day with um, the community college every year and support the veterans lounge that is there. We bring, um, you know, some coffee and snacks a couple times a year just so they have a safe space to to study and relax while, you know, during their course study, during their classroom um, time at HCC. So there's a lot as a community we can do. Just look, <laughs> look around. Even Lincoln Tech has um, a veterans lounge now. So um, they're recognizing that our veteran students are important and sometimes they just need a quiet space to get away and study. So there are existing resources and there's opportunities to create spaces for, you know, our veterans and our military families. And I know Lisa men mentioned here HEC, and I do want to say we have, um, if, if you're a veteran family and you're looking for to find your, your education, you can go to howardcc.edu slash veterans. That's where you can find more information here at Howard Community College. You can also call 443-518-1240. Uh, the number again is 443-518-1240 and it's there on screen for you. And Lisa, I know you have compiled a very thorough resource guide and I'd love for you to talk yes. about this resource guide because it's very extensive and it's very helpful. And I, I think people need to hear uh, all this magnificent work that you've done with this. <laughs> It is years in the making, all the various partners that I've made over the years, and it's over 100 government agencies, nonprofits, or organizations, veteran service organizations as well, that provide some type of support for our veteran or military families, anywhere from equine therapy to service dogs to Heroes on the Water, which have um, free kayaking classes for veterans, the Red Cross Goodness, there's there's so many Blue Star families, as I mentioned before, catch a lift who will provide a ride so you can go to a gym if you're a veteran. Dog Tag Bakery is it's a bakery in D.C., but they have a partnership uh, with Georgetown University and they provide free fellowships for veterans, military spouses or military caregivers who are interested in starting their own business. It's an entrepreneurial program. Project Opportunity also is a free nonprofit that provides entrepreneurial training for military spouses and veterans. And so many, there are a good number of military members when they, re, when they retire or separate from the military, they do become entrepreneurs. They have the discipline, the, the resiliency, the flexibility, the hard work ethic that it takes to, um, to open and uh, operate your own business. So that is one of the reasons why we had the Small Business Expo recently. And then we also want to support our military spouses because they move often as well. And they're, they're 
quite often under and unemployed because of their frequent moves. If you think about it, you have to start over every two to three years. You don't have a network. Most of the time we get our job opportunities from people that we know. And so they've lost those contacts when they move from Texas to Maryland or Germany to North Carolina. So it's important that we reach out to them with opportunities as well. And one thing that I want everybody to to notice is, you know, we heard about rights, we heard about a bakery, we heard about, you know, to create your own business, like it really encompasses everything. It's not just the big services or the big name services, if we can call them that, right? It's not just, here's a list of all of the services in the county. They're included. But there's also like, here's a nail salon, here's, you know, a bakery, here's this ride, share, local place that you can that you can tap into. So it's really looking at the whole life. It's really looking and understanding what Lisa just said, that you have lost all of your networks, you're starting from zero, you have to find, if you're somebody of faith, you have to find a new church. If you, you know, school is one of the first things that you're going to have to figure out. And Lisa, I'd love for you to talk about that process and how you can facilitate and some of the things that you do to facilitate and to help those families feel at home in this new place when they have to transition. Well, I, I approach mental health, behavior health holistically in everything that I do. So if you think about it, there's many pillars, there's spirituality, there's physical, there's mental, emotional, etc. And so we can tap into all of those resources to help our veterans and military families. And if they're your neighbor, if you see a new military family moving next door to you, just go over and say hi. You don't have to bring them a pie. Just say, hey, I'm here for you. If your kid needs a car, you know, needs a ride to school. Or, you know, you just want to come over for a cup of coffee and ask me about, you know, where my kid can do drama or play soccer. There's those little things that we can all do as neighbors. Absolutely. Where can I go shopping? (laughs) Right. Like, um, I mean, I just I just recently went to California for a conference and I just wanted to go get me um, something I forgot. I forget what it was. I didn't know where to go. I was like, I look for Safeway. There's no Safeway in California, right? So there's like these brands that we are used to here at home and we feel that we're going to find them everywhere and we don't, right? So it's just having it's just having that right attitude and just saying, hey, if you need anything, if you have a question, if you need to figure out, you know, how to navigate our community, I can, I can provide a lending hand or just provide Absolutely. the information, provide the number, provide Lisa's information. So Lisa, why don't we go ahead and share that information now so that people have it so that if you do find yourself, you know, with new neighbors who are military or if, if at school you're seeing that there's military families, you can send them to the right person to help them out. Yeah. And, I, and I'll just mention the Purple Star School designation program because some of our schools are applying for that designation this year. The applications are currently open. And really what that means is expanding and improving support for our military children. And one of the ways that you can that we can do that and within the school is a student led transition program. It's a new buddy program. So that new student that comes in from out of town. If a family, a PTA family or, or school family wants to say, hey, we'll, we'll kind of adopt them for a little while, get them acclimated, invite them to back to school night or maybe the, the band concert or a play date or something like that. It's a great way to, um, to to reach out to your military family, support them and just help them get connected to their community because that's it's all about connections. It's all about connections. So your phone number and your email, where can people contact you? Sure. It's veterans at Howard county md.gov veterans at howard county md.gov and my phone number is 410 
313-313-0821. And I've lived in Howard so County for my- 25 years and quite involved in the community. So if I don't have an answer for you, I can find it pretty quickly. <laughs> And that's what's beautiful about this. You have a good person that you can contact who understands the military life and who can, you know, who has all of this information for you already and who really wants to help you out, who really, really, from her heart, she really is just trying to um, connect with all of the military and veterans families and just support them in the best way that we can. I know that right now, you know, in November, it becomes very prevalent and, and everybody's thinking about it because November 11, it's coming up. It's this weekend and it's that's when Veterans Day is. So what are some of the things um, that we are doing here in the county? I know that we have the Greenlight Initiative that we're participating. So tell us a little more, more about that initiative and who can participate. Sure. Operation Greenlight is a national initiative to illuminate businesses and government buildings and even your house, even your front porch. They illuminate um, in green and it really just brings attention to our veterans and the resources that are available out there in our community for them. So if you have a green light or if not, run to your local hardware store and get one and put in your porch light just for support. You will see HCC, the, um, the George Howard building and the Department of Community Resources and Services building, they will be lit up in green this week. And then uh, also this week, our local veteran service organizations and our Commission for Veterans and Military Families and myself, we are visiting um, assisted living homes that have veterans that are there. They're isolated. They don't get, you know, they don't get out much or at all. And so we just go there and provide, uh, you know, we honor them. We provide fellowship for them. So we have one actually this afternoon. (laughs) We're also doing veteran presentations in some of our public schools and on elementary, middle and high school. If they invite us, we will have a veteran or two go there and be a part of their program. And I know you also mentioned the parade and I'd love for you to expand and invite everybody to come and participate on the parade this weekend. Absolutely. So it's this Sunday, November 12th. It starts at Meriwether Park and it ends at the Columbia Lakefront, Lake Kittimacundi, next to Whole Foods. There's also a fabulous park there called the Vivian Millie Bailey Neighborhood Park, and it's named after one of our beloved World War II African-American female veterans who passed away at 104 years old. And she was a huge community advocate, sat on most boards and commissions, um, volunteered in the schools, etc. That park is named after her. And that park will soon have a Howard County Veterans and Military Families Monument installed. The Howard County Veterans Foundation is a nonprofit that was formed to do just that, to raise the money to have this beautiful monument installed. And you can learn more about the parade and the monument at howardcountyveterans.org. And um, immediately following the parade on Sunday, which starts at 930, is a ceremony on the Columbia Lakefront. So we, I encourage you all to come. It's a lot of fun. The, the families line the streets. We'll hand out flags and red, white, and blue necklaces. And we'll have our JROTC high school cadets marching, scouts, some of our local delegates, fire trucks, some military vehicles, and also our Grand Marshal, Ed Hall, who, Colonel Ed Hall, he is a uh, Vietnam War veteran and has just done a lot in the community. And so every year we do recognize someone in our community um, that's gone above and beyond as our Grand Marshal. So, Lisa, there's there's a lot happening right now. There's there's a lot of focus in November. How do we make sure that, you know, how can we as community members continue to honor, continue to support our military and veteran families, not just in November, for, throughout the entire year? 
reach out, say hello, you know, make some connections if you can. Um, hire a veteran, hire a military spouse, reach out to their kids because they're going to be new to the school, help them make friends, make connections. And you know what, if you if you see a veteran or military family member that 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 seems a little troubled, ask the question, ask the question, are you okay? How can I help? How can I help? Let's ask the questions. Let's just be good um, neighbors, good community members. That's the message that Lisa Terry is bringing to us. We can all be part of this. We can all be good neighbors. We can all make our families, veterans and military families welcome right here in Howard County and beyond because, you know, we are online. We are, and you may be listening and watching not just from Howard County, but from other counties in the state of Maryland. You may be completely out of state. I invite you to just look for that military and veterans family affairs office. And if there's not one, then let's do some Google research. Let's find what's out there. But more importantly, let's, like Lisa said, let's just go and say hello. Let's just have that welcoming attitude of saying hello and welcoming and opening the doors and taking the lead. And I love that that idea of the, the body system, you know, in the school system, because that's a beautiful way that we can create connections and that we can teach empathy from the beginning, from the from the level of the school system and, and really make them welcome. So I, I Thank you, Lisa, for your commitment. I thank you for being so honest in your work, so transparent, so committed to it. The energy that you bring, the commitment, that love that you bring for these families really shows, really shines through. And I, I, I feel it. I am not in any way a veteran <laughs> or anything like that. But I, that's, that's what we need. That kind of commitment, that kind of heart is what we need. So um, just to close our conversation, if you could just, you know, repeat your contact information and just send a message to everybody who's listening and watching today. I wanted to leave you with a funny story. I was kind of reminiscing with my husband last night. So I was 24 when we got married, moved to Japan. And we had to pay all of our bills in cash. So we had to go to the bank, convert from American dollars to yen. And then I had to drive around to the landlord, the water company, the phone company and pay my bills in cash. If you can imagine, we had one car because it was very expensive to live there. And so, and also finding a job for me was really difficult, but I, I ended up getting a great job while I was there. And then part-time I also taught English. So I was sort of, um, you know, um, submerged in the culture, which was such a beautiful part of our experience there. So, I share that with you because it was it was hard. We were homesick and there was, you know, I think six months of snow where we lived. So, um, you know, getting out was challenging. But that's just a small sacrifice that some of our military members made. I mean, I was only married for a few years as a military spouse. And there are people who do this for 25, 30 years. So you can imagine the sacrifices that they make. So on that on that note, I just say, yes, come out to celebrate with us for Veterans Day, the ceremony, get involved in your schools and making military ch children feel welcome, reach out to your neighbor. And if you know of a new military family or veteran family and they need resources or they just want to be connected, please give them my information. I'm more than happy to help. And thank you for sharing that story. I love that. That's that's how I had to pay bills in Ecuador. Like, I think we kind of forget that, that at some point we had to <laughs> take cash and go to the different locations, make sure we get there before it closes. And, you know, you had a car. I didn't have a car. I had to write public transportation when I was doing that. You had, you had a propane heater. And so it was on a timer. So it shut off in the middle of the night. And my husband and I would do rock, paper, scissors, shoot to see who got up to turn it on before we got out of bed because it was so cold. So, yeah, these are, I mean, 
these are these are the stories that you know that you build upon and that make you know that make life interesting. But you know, at the time you're like, it's freezing in here. <laughs> you go turn the heat on, you know. So um, and then we were fortunate to move on base and you could have heat whenever. But yeah, and then across the street from our Japanese house, the um, only time the Japanese students could play a sport because they studied after school was at six in the morning. So in the rice field across from my house, I would hear the bat hitting the ball every morning. So there was no sleeping in. It was like my rooster call, the bat hitting the ball, the ball hitting the bat, you know? So anyway, um, just funny, funny stories. We could go on forever, but yeah, just just a small glimpse into military life. <laughs> I love it. But see, that's that's exactly what we, um, that, thank you. Thank you for sharing that because what makes it so rich, that's what makes it so rich. That's what makes it beautiful. And I'm sure that that gave, that gave you a very different appreciation of life in America, right? Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so no thank idea. you. Thank you. Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank yeah, you for absolutely. Um, you know, and, and recognizing Operation Greenlight and supporting all the students um, at HCC and the, and the military spouses, actually, and their military children. They're all attending HCC. So thank you, Lisa. And thank you, HCC, for recognizing that we need to support our military and veterans family in a certain way, right? That it may be a little different than other families. So um, thank you, HCC. Thank you to Lisa. Thank you to Howard County government. And thank you for everybody out there who is going to contact Lisa, right? If you don't have something already, if you had never thought about this and you're a business out there, you're like, oh, you know what? I just heard Lisa saying that there is a, a, a sector here that may need, right, that help and that support to find a job because they're constantly in transition. Maybe I can do that. Maybe I'm that business owner. Maybe I am a stay-at-home mom who's looking for play dates for, you know, for, for, for me and my little child who's still here at home with me. Why not? Why not reach into the military and veterans' families? I mean, maybe they are looking for somebody to hang out with as well. So it's just so many opportunities um, that I invite you to take that opportunity. I invite you to take this, um, this, this opportunity that we just presented to you and really just make the best of it. So thanks for building empathy. Thanks for listening to our show. Thanks for watching. Lisa, again, thank you for being here today. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Happy Veterans Day. <laughs> Happy Veterans Day to everyone. Absolutely. And thank you for your service. We really do appreciate you. Have a wonderful day. And until next time, I am Cris Oviedo. Connect with us. We are Dragon Digital Media Podcast.